In a world of conflicting values, when questions are more common than answers, God's Word provides everything we need to live a God-centered, truth-driven life. Now, here's the Word for Life broadcast, brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for another Word for Life broadcast brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. And my name is Ken Keltner, the pastor. And let me encourage you, if you don't have a church home, we'd love for you to come over and see us as we're located on Pilgrim Road in Brookfield, Wisconsin. And our service times are 9, 10, 15 on Sunday mornings and then at 6 p.m. And on Sunday mornings, we're in studying the book of Corinthians. We're in 1 Corinthians. And then on Sunday evenings, we're in the book of Psalms. And so we trust that uh, you might can't come, join us online even, or uh, go online and listen to some of the broadcasts. Well, I'm happy to have in studio with me today, uh, Brian Rice. Uh, Brian and, and Victoria were uh, involved in our ministry uh, out in Denver, Colorado at Tri-City Baptist Church. And, and so, Brian, we're glad to have you here this morning and uh, glad to have you and your family here for our missions conference. Now, we're delighted to be here, too. Yeah. And we'll uh, hear from Brian a little bit in the next couple of broadcasts, his testimony, how God's directed him. And, and uh, they served in China for 17 years and then moved over to Italy to continue to minister to many of the Chinese that had uh, migrated on over to uh, Italy. And they were there four years. And we have them back at our conference. This is the first time I think they've been at one of our missions conferences. And so they've been a delight to have. And um, But before we hear from Brian, let me just uh, remind you that on November 12th and 13th, that's coming up, Mike Gendron, uh, who is with Evangelistic Ministry out of Dallas, Texas, that he began, will be uh, speaking here at our church on the 12th and 13th. On Saturday the 12th, he'll be speaking from 8.30 to noon. And then on Sunday, he'll be speaking both morning services and the evening service. He wrote a book entitled Preparing for Eternity, uh, he came out of a Catholic background and how God just did a great work in his life and how his ministry has been to really help Catholics see the truth that Jesus Christ is sufficient for salvation. And on Friday the 11th, he'll be on Crosstalk with Jim Schneider. And so I trust you'll be able to tune in and listen uh, to Mike's um, interview there with Jim and the ministry God has led them to. Well, Brian and Victoria, uh, Brian, why don't you just start with uh, how you came to know the Lord? You grew up in California, is that correct? No, I actually grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. That is great. I forgot all about that. Cleveland, my Ohio. My first teaching job was out in California, and that's where I met my wife and where I, I met the Lord. Yeah. Tell us about how you met the Lord. Well, I had been teaching for about uh, two years, and through the course of teaching uh, inner city kids, I started to have panic attacks and anxiety, and so I was looking for ways to uh, sort out my life. And, and my testimony is a little strange because I believed I was a believer from uh, early on. Maybe that's not so strange uh, as I found with other people, but. Um, so I heard John 3.16 in church growing up in Cleveland, and I didn't fight back against the truth that Jesus is Lord, the Son of God, died for my sins, so I believe that I'm saved. But my life in no way reflected uh, Christian living. So when I was teaching in California, I started to have panic attacks, anxiety, and uh, I used to listen to rock music going into school, and I said, I need something different. I need relief. I mean, God 
had my attention. And so I started to listen to uh, John MacArthur, Alistair Begg, um, other pastors on the radio, and uh, started to go to church, and we returned to church. And um, I also had some eggs in another basket. I was starting to go see a psychologist and try and figure out what was going on with me, and um, and medical doctors too. And I really am thankful for for a certain book. It it was um, Worry-Free Living by Minerth Meyer Clinic. I can read it, but I can't say it. Mm -hmm. uh, But it was great. It was basically a book that taught me how to renew my mind with Scripture. And I had no idea that that's what I was doing. But looking back on it, it makes so much sense that for 30 years, I had uh, filled my heart and filled my head with the news of the world and, and gossip and, and every sensual evil thing that you know happens in movies and books. And I started to renew my mind uh, on Scripture, filling my head and my heart. And uh, in April of 1991, I met Jesus and I... Um, felt so convicted over my sin that uh, if there was a lever there to pull for Brian Rice to go to hell, I would have pulled it. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that, but he's the God of uh, God of salvation, a God of forgiveness. And so I uh, offered myself to the Lord for the rest of my life, however long or short that might be. And um, and he saved my saved me. And so... I'm so thankful for that. Was there somebody, uh, was that just you starting to read Scripture again, or was it through the preaching of these men, or was there someone else that came along in your life that that really uh, helped you uh, see your need of a Savior? Well, I think it's, you don't see it at the time, but then later on you learn. Um, it was through preaching I heard at church. It was through preaching I heard on the radio. It was through... Um, the the Bible reading that I was doing, scripture memory, and it was also through a fellow teacher and a group of teachers at my high school who are believers, and they banded together, and they're praying for me. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? It gets the job done. <laughs> yeah, it does. Boy, I tell you, if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Brian Rice, a missionary uh, that uh, he and his wife and family, uh, Esther and Grace, are, are with us for our missions conference here at Brookside, and and Brian Victoria spent time uh, in China and then in Italy, and now they're back here, and they're actually reaching some uh, Afghan refugees in Oklahoma City. And uh, so, Brian, uh, you, you, you and Victoria, um, now, was Victoria a believer when, when you met Victoria? Well, this is really beautiful. No, she wasn't, and uh, th- that's not the beautiful part. But, <laughs> <No. laughs> but we, we actually both became believers in April of 1991, Neither of us know the day. We didn't even realize the significance. We just were overwhelmed with our sense of of sin and guilt and and knew enough about the Lord to cry out to Him and help. Mm-hmm. And so then I shared with her that that uh, this is going to change our relationship, that I've decided to follow Jesus. And she said, you know, I, I believe I've done the same thing. And it was just so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and so then uh, you, you moved to Denver, and I remember in Denver you were uh, also teaching at a public right. high school mm-hmm. outside of Denver, and and then uh, I, I always remember too you were great at making things with your hands, wood, anything involving wood, and you had all these tools and specialized tools for wood, and and um, 
you you both got involved in the evangelism ministry at our church and and just to see how God was using you to train other people to go out and share the gospel was absolutely encouraging. And I did. I had a, a woodworking shop in my basement, uh, teaching by day, and, and I was finishing people's basements so I could buy more tools and, and really enjoying that. And uh, then we got involved in evangelism explosion at church, and I was really, I had a passion to share Christ, but I was scared to death, you know, to go out and talk to strangers. And uh, even though I had been teaching in front of the classroom, and I did that for myself uh, to move me forward in, in ministry. And then you're right, it, it was such a powerful tool and so great that I, I wanted to stay on as a trainer and help other people. Well, and, you, and you did. And then I remember um, after a I don't. I can't remember if it's after a missions trip or whatever. I, I still use this illustration that you came up to. I usually protect your name, you know. But you <laughs> came. You. you came up to me and you said, "Hey, look, I'm tired of these teenagers. They get out on the mission field. They get to see how God's been working, and 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 they get to see the power of God. And I I think it's time for you to take some adults out. That's what I think." And I remember I, I mentioned to you, well, you need to go talk to pastor and see what pastor says. And you come, you came back soon after that and said, pastor said it'd be a great idea. You need to lead the trip. So Ken, get a trip going right away. <laughs> That's great. And then we went to, uh, to Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. And that was a life-changing trip. That was a life-changing trip for me in my own life. But I think for all of us that, that were on that trip with what we, what we saw you know, that took place on that trip. Oh, yeah. I, and I think that's, that's a, a good thing for for people and churches all to remember is that uh, ministry in, in sharing the gospel isn't for uh, just young people or unmarried people or people uh, who already have their children off the college. It's for everybody at every age. And, and there's a way, you know, God has a way that each one of us is supposed to be sharing the gospel. And that trip uh, made a, a huge difference in, in our lives. We wanted to stay there. And, uh, I, and I remember that you did. Yeah, and we were shocked that we wanted to stay. It was so powerful to mm-hmm. see people in another country and their reverence for God, reverence for the church, reverence for the Bible. And, and we went over there to help them, and, and we just learned from them and came yeah. back humbled. That that's what I, I tell people. Ministry is a two way street. You go over in your I, or you you go serve in this capacity, even your local church, and then God brings people into your life and they're ministering to you. It's just mm-hmm. it's just wonderful to see how God works. And I've shared the story uh, before um, uh, on the on Word for Life about the young man that was our. Uh, translator by the name of Shankar that was there in Sri Lanka and, and how he was taken and, and jailed basically for for bringing kids to a Bible study. And I remember you were given a Bible. Um, we had a, they wanted to learn how to play some American basketball, which they'd been watching too much NBA. It was way, way too rough. I said, even the NBA guys, they'd call that a foul. And uh, Shankar was wanting to learn how to play basketball, but he didn't show up till right at the end because he said, I'm out picking up kids, taking them to the Bible club. And through that whole thing, he spent time in jail and they, they, uh, they actually threw him in a concrete holding tank where he's up to his knees in human waste. And, and uh, we hired a, a lawyer to try to help get him out of that. And, and it was, uh, uh, you know, and, and when he finally got out, we were on the way, we were getting ready to leave, but we said, hey, we want to go by and see that boy one more time. And I'll never forget, 
all the all of what he experienced, Brian. If you remember, he came out, put his arm around uh, my neck, kind of squeezed me hard, and he said, "Pastor Keen, God is good. God is good." <laughs> and I thought, man, you've seen the the worst of life, and and being in something like that, and God is good. And, and I remember you said, "Hey, I'm I'm ready to be back here in Sri Lanka. We can come here." And and I know the missionary Terry Unruh at the time, he and Myra, they they thought, man, Brian Victoria, they are ready to get to a field. And uh, we're going to pick that up in our next broadcast of how God started to really work in in Brian and Victoria's life, and and I, it was a, a test, a, just a tremendous testimony when I heard, you know, hey, Brian has resigned from teaching, and and he has sold all of his woodworking tools, or at least most of them, and he's on his way, and they're they're going to the mission field, and so. Uh, I thought, man, we I want to be able to be part of a, a church that supports Brian and Victoria as they go serve the Lord. And uh, now you had one verse that you wanted to share today. You you want to share that with us, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll close our broadcast with this passage that Brian wants to share. Yeah, this this has been kind of a, a guiding verse for us, and the Lord just brought it to my mind this morning again, last night and this morning. It's Ephesians two ten. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God uh, prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's what we're prepared for, folks, to to serve God and advance his kingdom. Well, I hope you'll join us for our next broadcast with Brian, and we look forward to that time. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's program. If you have a question we can answer or would like information on the Word for Life, would like to donate to help continue to produce this broadcast, or need resources for your Christian walk, contact us at Brookside Baptist Church, 4470 North Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. You can also visit us at brooksidebc.org. That's brooksidebc.org. Or call us at 262-783-6180. That's 262-783-6180. Thanks for listening today, and please tune in again as we bring the Word of God to your life.